Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hello, Doug Mellard. Hey, Doug Benson. That was a silly, silly voice after <laughs> my serious voice. Uh, <laughs> we lost a big one this week. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he never did this show. But uh, Bob Saget was nice enough that I think he would have. I just hadn't gotten around to uh, bothering him about it yet. But he's he was so nice to me and so... Just, you know, every time I texted him about stuff, he'd get right back to me. And he did Douglas movies one time. Uh, uh, so we reposted that for people to listen to it. And I also think we'll talk a little bit more about him, if you don't mind. Oh, of course. Um, you know, with our guest today, who's a very funny comedian named Corey Ryan Forrester. So we got a lot to get into with his crazy-ass three names. And, <laughs> uh, you know, with sadness in our hearts and a show-must-go-on attitude, let's go to work. Hello, Corey Ryan Forrester. Hello, Doug. How are you? I'm good. Meet the other Doug, Doug Mellard. Hello, hey, Doug dude. Squared. Good to meet you, Doug. <laughs> uh, talk at the same time, guys. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I met Corey last year when he was a guest on Douglas Movies in uh, D.C., right? That is true. Yeah, you have a yeah. terrific memory. <laughs> and you were on tour um, with uh, two other fellas, one of whom was on Douglas Movies with us. And the yeah, other it was me, was and, uh, me and Trey Crowder. And uh, I toured with Trey Crowder and Drew Morgan. But yeah, me and Trey were on the show with you. And I just, I, I almost won. And then I made some very, very stupid moves that I will not make again. Oh, so you're you're vowing to come back. And, if you'll have uh, me. And, and the you know, emerge a champion this next time. Yes. I embarrassed myself. And if you'll ever have me back, I will <laughs> gladly do it. <laughs> Good God. What happened, man? I, well, it wasn't yeah. them. You want to, you could go ahead and tell us about it if you want. I don't, I don't feel like you should be that embarrassed by it. Well, well, so here's the deal. It was in later in the rounds and I had a lot of points. It was looking really good 
for me. And uh, the one of the categories was movies Angela Bassett was in. And because I wanted to impress people by me knowing a thing that they didn't know, I came straight out the gate with Green Lantern, e- even though I could have held that in my back pocket because I knew that nobody knew I didn't. I came right out of the gate with it. And then I <laughs> forgot all other Angela Bassett movies. Oh, my God. <laughs> imagine me. Imagine being someone who only knows that Angela Bassett was in Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit that's a bit odd that doesn't come up usually when talking about her filmography um she's got some big ones in there that uh you probably mentioned first who's, who's Angela Bassett? oh the lady from green lantern oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. i call peter sarsgaard the guy from green lantern <laughs> blake blake lively's the wife from green lantern <laughs> But we're not here to talk movies today, of course. Uh, we're here to talk about names. And um, a big name in comedy uh, left us a few days ago. Did you, uh, Corey, I'm hijacking your episode of the show a little bit to talk about Bob Saget. Did you know him at all? I did not. I, you know, no, I feel like because I was a child of the 90s that I did, you know, it just feels right. like we all like I just grew up and he was like one of my dads. Um, but no, I did not know Bob, but I knew a bunch of people who did. And he was one of those dudes who, uh, you know, you just never heard anything, but, oh my God, this is the funniest guy in the world. And he's such a, a sweet guy, but yeah, that was, that's insanely heartbreaking. Yeah. He's such a nice dude. And like, so like, it's just not like him to, uh, you know, step out in that way. It's like, even though obviously it's always you don't want like a prolonged illness e- either, but, uh, right. You know, ha- somewhere in between some sort of opportunity to, cause I just, well, what about you, Doug Mellard? Have you, did you ever encounter him? I, I feel no, I'd never worked with him, but like Corey was saying, I, you know, kind of surrounded by folks that did so. And yeah, great things. So every comedian that were, them has a picture with him that they posted in the last couple of days yeah. uh and uh because he you know was the kind of comic he, I, I never really posed for a picture with him but fortunately i was standing next to him enough times when cameras went off that i i got some um but i've only been like friends with him for like the last three and a half years he's just always a comic i was aware of and you know like you guys are saying uh you know was on tv all the time and then when I finally did meet him, he was like, uh, you know, he sort of like made the friendship happen or whatever. Like he like came at me like, hey, Doug Benson, like he knew my name and knew who I was and, and uh, was like, you know, I don't want to say he was a fan necessarily, but there was something that drew him to me. Later, I've learned and I'm especially learning it now that like he just did nice things for comedians in yeah. general. Like yeah, pretty much everyone. Comedians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much everyone I know had a similar experience where they met him. They were like so they, they were so jazzed, like, dude, I'm opening for you know Bob Saget, and they were so jazzed. And then like years later, they would be like, 
you know, Bob Saget just randomly still hollers at me. Like he really, like, like it's one of those <laughs> things where I knew that we hit it off that night, but usually it's just like, yeah, whatever. And then you go your own way. They're like, he still like texts me every now and then and asks me like just how things are going. If I need any help, like just wow. one of those type of dudes, like, and you know, he's got a million things going on and nobody would care. Like, nobody would be think any, any less of him if he didn't do that, you know? So that's a, that's a thing he enjoyed doing. Well, that's why I never asked him to do this show, you know, directly. Cause we, at the, you know, at this point we were working on, you know, just another Doug Loves movies appearance. You know, he wanted to be, uh, he wanted to do it, you know, in front of an audience in LA and with those particular uh, caveats, it, uh, you know, it didn't happen. So he's only, only ended up being on the show the one time, but then, but that happened right after we met. And then he's just been, like when I would text him about things, he would get back to me immediately. And it was just like, this guy has got so much going on. I mean, the charity work alone that he would do uh, was intense, but I guess, you know, they haven't said anything other than they just think he just died in his sleep from a heart attack, but uh, he just had so much that he wanted to do that. It's just frustrating that he also probably, you know, smoke too many cigars and, and you know, yeah. when you, uh, you can't really get away with that stuff. Uh, a lot of people just, their, their heart can't handle it. Um, but all that being said, uh, would have been fun to talk to him about the name Bob. Cause it certainly is one of the, uh, <laughs> it's one of the, you know, most, most common male names. I guess he's a Robert, right? I didn't even, I, I everybody just calls so. him Bob all the time. I suppose I would, I like to think of a baby being named just Bob and not Robert, just <laughs> <laughs> like it yeah, just comes out and Bob you can just tell. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And people call him Bobby all the time. People that are close to him and stuff. Um, but uh, anyway, let's talk, let's talk Corey. Didn't mean to bring everybody down, but I also. Oh, that's okay. I'm I'm honored to have uh, been included in, in a tribute to Bob. We the when I found out we were I was out in L.A. shooting our new me and Trey Crowder's new podcast that we're about to announce, and uh, right in the middle of the episode, our producer was just like, "Hey guys, I know we're on a roll here, but uh, <laughs> Bob Saget just died," and we were like, "Yeah, let's take about a thirty minute break," <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> Yeah, let's break, watch an episode of Full House. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Maybe some America's Funniest Videos. <laughs> and follow that up with the Bob Saget Roast. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, he's uh, he did it all. He really, uh, and, you know, the last time I saw him in person was last August in Indianapolis. And I was trying to get him to do a Douglas movies, you know, in the afternoon because he had shows that night. But he was, you know, uh, a little bit under the weather. It wasn't wasn't a COVID thing, I don't think. But he was just like uh, having some 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 issues. Plus, also though, as a comedian, he loves the word diarrhea. So I yeah. have so many texts <laughs> from him with the word diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I made um, I made a video the other day and it, the contention of the video was like, hey, what word, uh, no matter how many times you use it, do you still have to like 
uh, use talk to text because you don't know how to spell it. And 100% mine is diarrhea. I use the word diarrhea <laughs> nine times a day at least, but I still have to, I'll be like in a crowded supermarket and have to do the talk to text diarrhea because I'm not <laughs> nine times a day that happens. So there's a lot of diarrhea in my phone too. Yeah, I, I know well enough to know how to spell it, which is it's very commonly misspelled by a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, people just ballpark it. You know, they just write diary and then EA. <laughs> diary AA. But that's what I was going to say is I think, what? Why would anyone call me while I'm podcasting? Hang on a second, gentlemen. Is that a regular phone? <laughs> no. Is that the world's last landline? Yeah. Is is I'm Doug Superman? <laughs> what, what is happening? I didn't even get to get mad at a person. It was just a robocall about, you know, cable or something. Um, I keep getting robocalls from like a, a thing saying that I my car warranty is yeah. overdue and I haven't had a car in years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine is always like we have uh, questions about your Home Depot account. I'm like, I'm a comedian. I don't even have a screwdriver. People do that for me when I'm gone. I have a father-in-law who's, you know, actually a, a dude. Oh, that's good. Have a Home Depot <laughs> card. <laughs> yeah, I think the only time I ever went to Home Depot is to get boxes because I was moving. Yeah, right. You know, and that felt that that whole experience was a nightmare. I didn't enjoy it at all. The last time I went to Home Depot was to get my father-in-law a gift card so that he could get tools to fix things at my house. <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> You're a sneaky bastard, Corey Ryan Forrester. Uh so for starters, what's with the three names? Um, honestly, uh, when I first, so I, I've been doing stand up for 17 years, but I've only been successful five and a half to six of it. And about six years ago, when it was like, we, we kind of got a little success and we had a book going and we were about to go on tour. And it was like the first time I was going on tour where people knew who I was and we were actually selling tickets. And for some reason, last minute, when they were doing like all the promo stuff, I go, I, I want to go by Corey Ryan Forster. And they were like, why? And I go, I don't know. It sounds fancier. It sounds more pretentious. <laughs> it's like, I don't know when somebody has three names, like they're either, you know, like a singer from the eighties or like a serial killer or assassin or something. So like, there's something to it. Just Corey Ryan, more memorable. I don't care. And, and what has really happened is uh, I get my name spelled wrong on a marquee a lot because I think it takes them too much time. And they're like, oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so they just because it's not a difficult name to spell i guess no. forrester is a little tricky because you know i guess you could change the number of r's yes but it looks i wish that was all yeah i know it's <laughs> no it's usually cody i get a lot uh <laughs> harry and then foster they changed my last name to foster and it's like extra it's sort of upset i don't ever i've never had like a diva moment but i have been like you know, you don't have to go by memory when you're doing these things. You can't just like read it off a piece of paper that I know you have, like whatever. Yeah, it's just, I, I didn't go, I didn't go to college. I don't have a degree. So the only time I get to be proud of myself is looking at my name and lights. So when it's misspelled, it's a little upsetting. Right. And I just want to, I, I, I want to see the venue that went for it and misspelled all three names and just went, Cody, Harry, Foster. <laughs> All three hasn't happened yet, but I, I will, you will be the first call. 
<laughs> I mean, that takes that takes effort. That like yeah. takes like determination. You got to do it uh, on purpose. Fuck it up that much, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing they probably take the E out of Corey. Sometimes they probably change the E and Forrester to O. I bet maybe that's happened. And I swear to you, as long as my as long as when you say it, it's still my name. I don't care if it's C O R Y. Like I don't. I genuinely don't care. I'm like, well, at least it still looks like it's, that's still my name. Whatever. But I just don't understand how my name is ever Cody. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. <laughs> They're uh, like, there can't be that many or ors in a name. It's Cody. I know. I, know. I should have. I should have just been just Corey Ryan. Maybe that would have worked. Yeah, or maybe Corey Forey. Yeah, that could have said something, but I just like the way I could just hear like an announcer, like Corey Ryan Forrester. That sounds good to me. You know, I just always thought that sounded good. It sounds classy. And also, you know, when you're going out for like acting roles and stuff, people are going to assume that you just had to put the middle name in there because. uh, Right. There was already a Corey Forrester in the guild. In the SAG. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right. Well, I've got some more questions for you uh, that are name related, starting (laughs) with, uh, you know, the first name. Uh, Just Corey. Let's just talk about Corey on its own. uh, You you haven't added Ryan in. You're just to people know you as Corey Mm -hmm. uh, growing up. How was that? Like, how is Corey as a name to have? It's I. I've never really cared for it uh, because (laughs) (laughs) I'm being honest with you, mainly because no one ever gets it right. Uh, When I was a kid, I had a lot of nicknames. Like my sister apparently couldn't say Corey and she could just say, she would say Cokey. And so I was Cokey man for a a long time in my life. Like probably up into my teens, my mom and dad would be like, come here, Cokey man. You know, like while I, while I'm standing next to, you know, other middle school girls while I'm in middle school trying to flirt with them. And you want to go to Johnny rockets with me and have a malt, you know, there's like, come on, Cokey man. Uh, So yeah. uh, I remember my friends used to have, we would like, uh, that one time they found out that the name Corey, that we were all looking up like what our names mean. That was a big thing that people did when you went to the church. Cause people were like, my name is Joshua. That means that, you know, something, something the Bible. And so then they looked up mine and Corey means hollow. So everyone had a blast with that. Cause they would just, they would be like, Oh yeah. Hollow. Like you ain't got no brains, you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird i mean obviously uh doug doesn't mean anything right or doug i don't think so at one point that it means like dark water i think or dark forest or something (laughs) yeah it means it means like uh you know drowning or uh what's the past tense (laughs) gasping for air <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I've never. That's what I've always uh, had trouble coming to terms with. Is uh, you know, like um, Dig Dug. I've never appreciated the name of that uh, video game because that gives people ideas for s- silly things to say. <laughs> is Dig Dug the one with the little uh, brown monster type dude in it? He's a monster? No, that's is it? No, he just gets a little suit and he just digs. He literally just digs underground. Digs. And yeah, okay. Shoots little yeah, dragons. Yeah, it's just a whole. It's a whole digging game. They just make these tunnels, and the tunnels can't. 
what is it that they can't cross each other? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't really, you just can't run into a little that game. I don't know if it's another one of those things where I just never liked it because it, you know, because of the name mm-hmm. Doug being being uh, <laughs> you know in it. But, when I was younger um, too, the the two Corys were like a big a big thing. Well, of course, I had to. I was going to ask you about that because because that is just the association. I think that like because what other famous Corys are there? Um, let's see. There's Corey. Uh, those Corys, and then there's the there's Corey Stoll. Um, there's Corey. That guy, Corey Stoll, does not look like a Corey. No, he does not look like a Corey because he's like traditionally handsome and has a good jawline, which is the opposite of me. Um, yeah, but also Corey, you know, probably generally has some hair. Like, I don't think Corey's a bald person's name. I, I'm bald, Doug. You just don't, well, you just don't you remember it because I had a hat put on. Put on a hat. Yeah, that's the decency. That's what I've always said. I'm like, hey, I'm being decent. Well, um, you're being Corey. Like, Corey's aren't bald guys sitting around without a hat on. I agree with you. That's uh, that's part of it. I was like, I can't be I can't be Corey and be bald. I gotta throw a hat on. This is ridiculous. I was fat for a long time too, like really fat. And I was like, buddy, you gotta pick one. You can't be a fat bald Corey. You gotta pick a thing here. And it's it's yeah, much easier to lose weight than grow hair. I think yeah, I think a Corey can. I, I don't mind a fat Corey. I don't. I just am against a, a bald Corey. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than that, me, Corey Stoll, uh, Feldman, and Haim, and then the kid from uh, ben, uh, ben Savage's character on Boy Meets World. I think oh, right. was Corey, yeah. but that's yeah. a character, not a person. But yeah, so the two Corys were, you know, that was a thing when I was a kid. I wasn't, I don't, I, from what my mom told me, I wasn't, I was born right around the time they started. I was born in 87. So that's like, you know, kind of when they started popping. And yeah. but I was told by my mom that there was just this random little kid that was on Johnny Carson doing something like during the animal segment. And they just asked him what his name was. And he says, my name's Corey. And my mom was like, oh, that's cute. And she was pregnant. So that's why I'm Corey. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a little kid on Carson. Just thing. a little kid on Carson. That's what she's always told me. Well, that little kid wasn't one of the famous Corys. No, no, no. She would have remembered that. My mom's a pretty hip lady. Yeah, I mean, she named you Corey, yeah. which is a is a it is a fun name. I think out yeah. of the gate, you're expecting a fun. You know, like when you hear Corys coming over, you're not like, oh, that, that guy's so serious. One of uh, Taylor Swift's <laughs> first songs on her on her debut album, which is when I was in high school, was called Corey's Eyes. And it was the line was Corey's eyes are like the jungle. He smiles. It's like the radio. And I'll be honest with you, that really did a lot of good for me in high school because, uh, you know, Taylor Swift blew up and she was very, very popular with the girls and they had that song and they would all come up to me and sing, Corey's eyes are like a jungle, he smiles it's like the radio. And it was a pretty good moment for me. That was a good good time to be Corey was 2004. That is really good stuff. That is like, that is a real lucky break you caught there. Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> yeah, because it's just, they just they just go into it like robots, but you get all, you know, you get the... Uh, the attention and the entertainment and my eyes are very pretty and green. Some would say like a jungle. (laughs) (laughs) It's a jungle in there. (laughs) 
There's <laughs> a lot going on in that guy's eyes. Um, all right. Uh, so, Haim or Feldman, if you had to pick? Um, like, how did you navigate those two? Like, what were they just a lump thing to you, or did you, you know, I was, I was gravitate into those... towards one or the other? I was definitely into those, you know, movies as anyone was as a kid. I haven't seen them in a very long while. Haim seemed like the most normal one, <laughs> I think. Yeah. And then, you know, he died, right? He died. Yeah, he does. Which I don't know. It might be better to die as Corey Haim than to live as Corey Feldman. I'm not sure. That's a good point. Yeah, you, I mean. Are you not, not a fan of his music? No, it's dude that, uh, oh my God, Trey, my buddy made me watch that appearance that he did on good morning America. Yeah. And man, I got to be honest with you. It sort of slips into, I feel really, 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 really bad for this guy. Oh, for <laughs> because, sure. Yeah. yeah. Like it was easy at first. And I was like, for the first 15 seconds, it was funny. And then I was like, oh my Lord, he does the whole thing. Like nobody, nobody just went up. And you know, like if if that if I was doing that badly at a stand up show, they would have just given me the light, and I'd been like, "Yep, heard that," and I'd have just walked off. <laughs> and then to put I'd it on Good see, Morning America, good lord! I'd love to see you do uh, stand up with a couple of angels standing behind you, because <laughs> that's what he called his backup was his angels, and also weren't they like in a. Uh, 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 were they a throuple or some shit? Yeah. Um, yes. It was a very weird, like it, it, there was a, there was a whole lot going on. Like it was like, once you, it was sort of like a where's Waldo of insanity. Like just <laughs> as soon as you would get used to something, you would turn around and be like, why is there a bat on a unicycle? And why is this man <laughs> still trying to do Michael Jackson? And like who in their right, like the second, the second most talented entertainer of all time can barely pull off Michael Jackson. Why does Corey Feldman think that he can? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I, I thought it was pretty like privilege at work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I, and that's the thing is like uh, with both Corey's, they were both terrific kid actors. They were both cute. And, uh, you know, they both, especially Corey Haim, like really appealed to the, you know, the teenage, the, you know, young girls and stuff. Um, but yeah, between drugs and just also just the weirdness of child fame, uh, yeah. it, went, it went so it went south for both of them. And, and it's such a shame, you know, cause they, they became a punchline and then they became, you know, uh, worse than that. Like just sad. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, I almost feel bad. Even like, that's what I was talking about. That video, it was like so bizarre. And like, I wanted to laugh at it, but it quickly <laughs> turned into like, man, this guy's been through some shit. I bet, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's rough, but, but, but Lord, dude, I mean, man, you know, he's goofy. As a kid, I would get so excited, especially when Corey Feldman was in something. He was a pretty great child actor. Like mouth was iconic and, I loved him in the burbs, but yeah, it just took a weird turn at some point. It's kind of when they teamed up, it started to veer off a little bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think they just started to, you know, it same thing happened to like a young Drew Barrymore and lots of other child stars, like at like 13, 14 years old, they're starting to hang out with a lot of people that are like doing drugs and 
bring yeah. in, letting them part, you know, uh, they getting them involved. Plus, it's, it's horrifying. You put them together and especially just by virtue of their name and being the two Corys. And like, we know that like our society is so insanely binary about things like how people are like, if you tell someone you like one thing, they go, Oh, that must mean you hate this thing. And you're like, no, I just said that. I like, I like vanilla. That doesn't mean I hate chocolate. Are you insane? But I do feel like they were constantly pitted against each other. Like which team I'm team Feldman or I'm team Haim. And I bet that's a, that's a weird thing for <laughs> children to grow up and hearing other people saying, I don't like you as good as I like the other Corey. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Once things started going bad for Corey Haim though, he had a, um, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, I guess he went to rehab or something, but they didn't rehab his ego because he like made this famously made this video called Corey Haim, me, myself, and I, Oh no. And, uh, it's just, I've seen it a bunch of times because me and a bunch of my friends thought it was the funniest thing ever, but you know, looking back on it's probably pretty sad, you know, showing his decay or whatever. But, um, but at the time we thought it was hilarious because it's just him like just bragging to the camera about himself in various situations. One of them being him at a keyboard talking about how he, you know, likes to write music and he'll just go over there and he'll, uh, we always love this expression. He'd say, I just dibble dabble at the keyboard and see what, <laughs> see what happens. And so then he tries to like do some jazz riff or something. And it's, it's all so embarrassing and, and weird and, and like, and so, uh, you know, uh, thirsty as they say now, because, uh, right. he clearly felt, you, you could clearly tell that he was like feeling his fame starting to kind of slip away and, uh, was overcompensating in a, in a massive way. Was this a um, documentary that he did? <laughs> it was like a, you know, an hour long special that came out on like, you know, VHS. I don't even oh, know Lord. if it played anywhere. You know, it's just that sort of thing. And once we got our hands on it, it just got passed around right. uh, amongst all my friends. And I don't, you know, I don't even know if I still have, you know, I had a, I had a physical copy of it at one point. I also had a video of the time that, uh, that Corey Feldman was the host of an episode of the half hour syndicated version of evening at the improv called I I improv tonight. Oh, wow. And that show let him do an opening number oh, no. instead of talking or, you know, he talked a little bit and he did a song and it was this, and it, you know, and that was, it was years ago, way before this uh, thing that he did on the morning show with the angels. It was, you know, just him by himself, but with like a fedora and doing Michael Jackson moves to a song that, that he wrote himself because, you know, because the show wouldn't want to pay for a, existing song again right. <laughs> so right. but he also but he just also just seemed to have a very big ego about this song he had written but you know like bud friedman introduces him like the great Corey feldman then he comes out and it's just horrible like I, the three comics that were on that episode like what a gift i mean oh yeah they, they couldn't make fun <laughs> of them on the show but i just mean in their lives to, to yeah. like have witnessed that and been a part of it really Do you remember who the stage. three comics were no i have no I, you know, that's another funny thing about it is that I probably kind of knew the comics at the time, right. but you know what I mean? Like now I'd really, I wouldn't mind finding out who they were because yeah. I'd love to ask them about it. Like how crazy right. it was at the time, but that's another thing where I can't find it anywhere. And I don't, I, I don't think I have the, 
I don't think I have the video anymore because that's another thing where we pass it around between friends and uh, and somebody that I thought had it said that he never had it. So like it, it it's one of those things like you ever like lose a possession or a thing like that and it really kind of just won't stop eating at you for yes. the rest of your <laughs> yes absolutely yeah, a lot of I was things sure this, i was sure this one guy had it and he just hadn't given it back and i just all i had to do was pull the trigger and say hey give me that back and when i said give it back he was like i don't have it <laughs> i was just like oh damn you know so i'm either wrong or he's wrong but we'll never, you know i'll never know uh unless there's a confession later in life but i don't, I don't, even, I don't talk to the guy that much um all right, so we talked about Corey as a first name, and uh, let's get into um, uh, some more name stuff. Specifically, I'm curious about Forrester, but let's do that after we take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We are back. We are here with Corey Ryan Forrester, a hilarious comedian, super nice guy. Don't hold this three name thing against him. He did it on a <laughs> he did it on a whim. <laughs> he is more likely to assassinate somebody though. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Forrester, I think, is a solid last name. I can't, other than what we were talking about earlier with the you know misspelling opportunities. Yeah, I feel like you know, like um, there was that actor on television, uh, Craig Forrester, I think. I don't, I'm not certain that I remember Craig Forrester. I think there was somebody Forrester was a, a older gentleman who was on one of those uh, like emergency or hospital shows. Or no, he was in SWAT. Uh, yeah. uh, maybe his first name wasn't Craig. Anyway, he was a Forrester. But even more importantly, you must get occasional references from people to the motion picture finding Forrester. Constantly constantly when i was especially when i was younger that was like a thing when we would be out at at bars and stuff like that and they'd be like hey we didn't know where you were and i told jeff i was like hey we better start finding forester (laughs) and i mean it happened a lot it was the it was a favorite and 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 no one who has ever said that to me is the type of person who has seen that movie at all (laughs) I don't know why anybody saw that movie. I mean, it's not a bad movie, but it's, you know, it's got that classic uh, Sean Connery moment where he's trying to be cool. And he says, you're the man now, dog. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, it's just brutal. It's just like, what? (laughs) He made some weird choices there towards the end. It is my favorite movie with Sean Connery and Busta Rhymes in it, I think. 
It, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> that it's the only one probably. They were, yeah. They were almost the next two Corey's together. One of my, <laughs> one of my absolute favorite Hollywood anecdotes is when Sean Connery, who famously passed on Lord of the Rings, they were asking about what would be his final movie, which was league of extraordinary gentlemen. They're like, why are you taking this role? He goes, well, I read the script and I don't understand it, but the last script I didn't understand was Lord of the Rings. So I'm going to take a shot on this. one. (laughs) (laughs) And he ended up having to quit the goddamn business. I mean, it's like the man doesn't even know the difference between a comic book and a novel. What a moron series of novels. I mean, that was Lord of the Rings is literature and, and what the hell is league of extraordinary gentlemen? I mean, maybe it was a good comic, but right. uh, that movie that's, that's so funny too that it's like yeah why did you why did you have to understand it did someone not just tell you like yes okay mr connery maybe you don't understand it but it is one of the most famous pieces of art of all time and peter right. jackson is directing it maybe just fucking give it a go yeah learn your lines you know have long hair or whatever to look like uh, you know uh, <laughs> like you live in that world and, you know, act yeah. like you're really wise and uh, he would have killed it. He would have crushed it. It would have been a little bit different of a performance, but I would have enjoyed it still. Oh, he wasn't going to be Frodo? No, he was going to be Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little stoned and of course that was a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry to warn you ahead of time that you don't have to get stoned to to participate in my shows. <laughs> well, I felt bad because I didn't the last time and I thought, well, I'll do it for Doug. <laughs> the last time you didn't do it because you had a, a couple of shows that night. You're like, that, you don't get crazy high before going out on stage. Right? Yes, that was true. Yeah, I had another thing that no, not even get crazy. I can't even get a teeny tiny amount high before I go on stage or yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it'll be a bad show. I'm just saying it won't be the one I wanted to do. Right. Yeah. You don't have complete control because no, not, not at all. Your mind is just. Like I got over it after, you know, after a very short period of time, but I get why a lot of comics just don't even ever want to try yeah. performing while high, because it's just the last thing you need is to be like sort of in a kind of a paranoid state. Yes. And that's what like, it does for me. <laughs> like I'm not free. Like, oh, everyone's looking at me. It's like, yeah, duh. That's the, that's the point. Yeah. If I, <laughs> if I've had two beers and I forget my joke, I'll, I'll figure it out or tell another one. If I'm, really high and i forget my next thing and then i'm just gonna be like well guys it's been fun but i'm out of here and i just leave and drive home and start selling couches <laughs> uh so you'd open up a, a couch store yeah i think so well i don't think i wouldn't be good enough at first to open up a couch store i think i'd probably have to go work for big couch first you'd be I'd a have couch to like get my, yeah get my foot in the door at big couch and then i think after probably four to five years my boss would come up to me and be like son i'm gonna hate to see you go but you don't belong here anymore and give me like the whole uh goodwill oh. hunting thing like every day i come in to work and I look back at your cubicle and I just pray that you don't pop up. I just pray that you're gone off to <laughs> somewhere else at your own couch store. Yeah, that'd be me. I was expecting the classic. Uh, <laughs> I 
I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he'd go sexist. To, My you know, creepy couch store owner. Mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, how? I, I, maybe they're out there, but I think anybody that owns a couch store is already uh, pretty creepy. There I've might got be a some buddy. Nice ones out there. I got a buddy who he doesn't own the couch store, but he's definitely the manager of one of those like Ashley furniture stores, uh, up in uh, Buffalo, New York. And that man, he, uh, he goes through the ladies. I don't know if it's, if he gets him a deal on like the, the Ottomans or whatever, but he's quite the player. I, I guess that's a, you know, not a terrible position to be yeah. in for me- meeting women because they come in and, whether it's a chair or a bed or whatever, if they're like testing it out, there's something kind of, you know, personal and private about that. Yeah. He said, if a woman comes in and she's not with her husband, then oftentimes she just got a divorce and is moving into a new place. And, you know, there you go. I can't believe how long we've talked about couch sales. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's on me. I'm sorry. No, no, I, I never I, apologize I for contributed that. to that. I mean, I think, <laughs> you know, I think all Doug's probably enjoy a good uh, couch store conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I need a, I actually need a couch right now. Uh, currently but i just it's almost like buying a car how much i do not want to have the you know i I just going to a store and like trying out couches and talking to couch salesmen i don't i don't i'm not looking forward to it we're in that part of the way we've we've been we're in this moment in time where we have like conditioned ourselves to everything we buy, we buy on the internet. And then, but every now and then there are those purchases that you forget about that simply can't be done on the internet. And whenever they pop up, you're like, Oh fuck this again. I can't believe we got to do this. And yeah, couch yeah is definitely, you, can, you can't do that on the internet. You can look at it, but you know, you know how the couch feels is such a huge, yeah, huge thing that That's like, it. I just yeah. can't do it online. Mm-mm, can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we're strangely looking at it in person, so you can have a better idea if it's going to fit where you need it to fit. When you're doing it online, I don't, I don't know. I guess you could get the measurements, but uh, maybe. But my God, know. if you're going to go through that trouble, just build a fucking couch. Oh my God, you can build your own couch. I didn't even think of that. Well, me and you can't, but <laughs> <laughs> but my father-in-law can. I mean, I've got some extra pillows laying around. Maybe I can, yeah. just, you know, stack them up on a table. Um, yeah. Yeah. Make a, make a pillow couch. What about Doug's Corey? Have you known any or been close to in any way? Doug's in your I have, life? Yeah. I have been close to several Doug's in my life. Um, they have Doug's in the South. Yes, they definitely have. Oh, yeah. They well, have. Me. <laughs> we pronounce it. We pronounce it. Doug. Doug. Yeah. Doug. Hey, Doug. Doug. Yeah. 
but yeah, yeah, we, we've got, uh, we've got Doug's. We, uh, we, my, when I was a kid, uh, everyone that was friends with my dad was called my uncle. And I had, uh, I had an uncle Doug who was, uh, in my dad's fantasy football league. It, it was called the BGFL, the big guys football league where my dad was the commissioner. <laughs> yeah. And, they, <laughs> and that one of their claims to fame is that like, they were like, one of the first five uh, fantasy football leagues like in the Southeast, because back then there was like a whole accreditation situation and the, obviously there was no computers. So they like had their fantasy players on an actual board, you know what I'm saying? And like ga- games were just, you would just win a game, you know, 14 to nothing. That's how that works. It's just my guy scored. And it, it wasn't like it is today, but one of them was a uh, Doug Peters, uncle Doug. And uh, I remember him being in and around my life a lot as a child. And, uh, but yeah, just, uh, you liked him a lot though, eh? Oh, I loved him. He was a good Doug. Most Dougs I've known, unless I'm missing something is that have been, have been good Dougs. My, uh, my, my wife's best friend dated a Doug for a while and he was from California and he went about five foot four so uh, not that tall. And uh, every time we would get drunk, someone would put on Randy Newman's uh, short people and it made him very, very mad. And that was fun to see. <laughs> and eventually, eventually he, I guess, decided to have a good sense of humor about it. But then we'd get drunk and we would just see him and we wouldn't even have the stereo, but somebody would be like, short people got no reason. Sure, people got no reason to leave. Oh so that was fun. Yeah, I do a really good Randy Newman, and I would, yeah, that would come up. I would hope Wait, can you do any Randy Newman song or what, just yeah. that one because you played it to annoy that guy? So, no, you got a friend, you got a friend, you gotta say, B, it's not me, it's B. You got rolling rough ahead in your yeah, I can do Randy. That's good. He's uh. <laughs> I've always enjoyed that dude. He's great. Um, you know, his, uh, his music before he started doing all that movie stuff was great. And then obviously he's really, really killed it with the, uh, with the movies. Um, and people still don't mind that he sounds like that. No, they don't. Cause the <laughs> words, my friend, they're too great. Yeah. And just, uh, he's also got those catchy melodies. I get angry when I love LA comes on. Yeah. yeah. That's the one that makes me mad. Yeah. Cause it seems, doesn't seem like he means it. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. I, I'm like, I'm like, Randy, I'm not certain that you do love LA. <laughs> no, no. I think he's fine with story people and he hates LA and he yeah. just, he's so such a liar in his songs. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. I've got a lot of friends that when cause we would play short people all the time. And, uh, there was that group of people who was like, man, what's fucking guy really hates short people. And I was like, well, guys, it's a, it's an allegory for racism at the time. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's just pointing out how ridiculous it is to be racist because it's just as stupid when they're short. And they're like, nah, Randy Newman wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, Not my Randy Newman. Not my <laughs> Randy Newman. <laughs> Not the guy who loves Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's a, that's a rough one. Like that's a real, like I, I bet you Randy Newman to this day has to constantly, you know, either he just dodges the question yeah. or, or he has to explain again. No, it's not really a, 
attack on short people, but, um, you know, he did use short people as an example. I would highly suggest the YouTube comments on the Randy Newman video, short people, if you want to have a good laugh tonight, because it's, it's nothing but people getting violently mad because they're short and they're like, what the fuck does this guy have against us, man? We it's like, okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's just because, you know, if you're short, you're not, as soon as you start hearing the words of that song. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's no, you, your brain is not going to go, Oh, there's a reason he's, he's a, there's a reason that <laughs> no, he's, saying, right. he's throwing us under the bus, which is easy to do because we, uh, you know, are the last group to probably be able to effectively fight back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Cause also, can you imagine the rough drafts of that song? Like how many other groups <laughs> did you <laughs> think about attacking? Yeah. <laughs> Puerto Ricans got, <laughs> yeah, no, maybe not that one randy we got uh yeah i mean it, it just change the lyrics to uh fat and and the world would have uh yeah explode. you know everything would have imploded because yeah. uh, uh that would have really been uh too too mean but for some reason he got away with disparaging all all short all the short all tinies yeah all shorties <laughs> all shorties all right um so yeah, those are some good. You've you you've got had very positive experiences with Doug's, which we find people in general do. Like uh, we haven't had too many people going, oh, there was a you know a Doug that I hated. So right. we find that the the, the name Doug uh, seems to lead to a little bit of uh, affability, but not necessarily uh, uh, you know a spectacular. You know what I mean? Like there's no like hugely famous. Uh, Doug's. When I was in high school, my favorite sitcom was King of Queens, and uh, Kevin James played Doug Heffernan, and I always found mm-hmm. him to be one of my favorite Doug's. Yeah, and just a perfect example of a Doug, like nice guy, mm-hmm. does his job, you know, is nice to his wife and his dad, but uh, you know, nobody's excited to see him ever. <laughs> 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 Unless they're expecting a package. <laughs> yes, yeah, <that's> right. <laughs> um, all right, and, but also very funny too. So, like, that's why he's got a hot wife on the show. Yeah, hysterical. And, uh, yeah, and um, you know, and it's just too bad he couldn't keep her from joining Scientology. <laughs> I know. Hey, she got out though, baby. You know, she sure did. Ooh. And you know, and uh, Kevin James is very supportive of of, of that for sure. I, I just I wish more celebrities would just come out against Scientology. But I guess it's just a fighting an uphill battle because it's become such a massive thing that has so much money. But I just get so irked every time I drive by a Scientology building and seeing them trying to recruit. Yeah. Uh, innocent individuals into this thing. That's just all, it's just a big money laundering operation. It's just I, a, a religion that, you know, it's just a religion. So they don't have to pay taxes. I had to vote in there. That was my polling station. What? <laughs> oh that's my how, God. Yeah. They've been normalized so much. There's just like this normalcy <laughs> yeah. to Scientology being around that I just like, why aren't more people like saying, yeah, let's just try to stop this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just, we just did a, uh, a couple sketches for Comedy Central that haven't come out yet. And uh, I don't want to give away what the uh, this one's all about, but I will say that 
there in the end, there was a, a, a joke. It was the closing joke of the sketch. And uh, uh, there's three rednecks that stumble into a Scientology building and yada, yada, yada. I don't want to give away the joke, but that's the contention of it. And when we were shooting it, I mean, Comedy Central was very clear to us. They were like, OK, so we're going to have to also film an alternate ending and we were like, what? And they were like, yeah, there's a good chance we're not able to use this because wow. of the Scientology thing. And we were like, oh, that'd been great to know before we turned the cameras on and stuff. So we had to just, we were like, it's fine, it's fine. Just give us 30 minutes in a room. And we went in there and we just wrote, you know, using the, uh, uh, um, the location we were in, we wrote another ending to it. And then we just got the first draft of the sketch back and, and uh, you'll never guess, but yeah, they did not use the Scientology part. Wow. Yeah. 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 I, I, but it, that stuff freaks me out, man. Like we were, I remember when we were in LA walking around one time and I was with Trey and drew and we walked past one of the Scientology places and drew was like, let's, uh, let's walk up there and see what's going on. And I just go, oh, man. I go, I go, nope, nope, nope. He goes, why not? I go, let me tell you something, buddy. They've taken better men than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's all I'll say. They have, they have convinced people who I consider way smarter than me that this shit was something. So I ain't getting nowhere close. Yeah. And that's why it was weird. Like to vote there. It was, yeah. and it was right after that documentary and HBO came out. Yeah. I, saw, I, I literally voted like two days later and it was like, is this really where I'm supposed to be voting or is this some sort of play? <laughs> that is bananas. Yeah. Very strange. Got lost in there. And I, you know, I bought in. You think they've got Dugs? I'm sure at least a few Dugs, right? Probably. Yeah. So I'm actually, uh, there, there are some Dugs in Scientology, by the way. This is how I'm finding out that Doug E. Fresh is a Scientologist. What? Yep. Whoa. Yep. Holy this is, cow. yep. I did not see that coming. Wow. Interesting. Uh, okay. So take him off the future guest list for what was <laughs> I mean, we wanted to have him on, obviously, because the name is, you know, of course. Great, you know, and we did have Dougie Doug on, and he was uh, totally awesome, but uh, not a Scientologist. That's, I don't know about that. See, he's a good, he's a good, like, that's, he proves my point. Like if they got Dougie fresh, there is no way my fucking slack jawed yokel ass is walking past <laughs> there without getting, you know, shepherd hooked in line and sinker. Like it's happening. I got to stay very clear. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, you know, I've known comedians over the years that have been like, yeah, I'm going to go fuck with them, you know, and they go yeah. over there and they start talking to them and just goofing around. It's just like, it's just such a waste of, everybody's energy i just for sure can't get into i just wish they weren't doing what they're doing because also the people that are out there recruiting are all just like you know if i just do all these things scientology says i'll, I'll have a you know brilliant career like john travolta or tom cruise or you know numerous other celebrities that are shrouded in right. lots of weird things going on in their lives <laughs> besides just being in scientology you know, if they were just in Scientology and also didn't have all these other issues that we're hearing about. Right. You know what I mean? Like they have so many sketchy, strange things going on in their lives. These weird, you know, accusations of like, uh, uh, you know, fake marriages and stuff. 
You know, like how many, on top how many of that, Tom, they believe they're aliens. Yeah, yeah. How many of Tom Cruise's marriages are like, uh, you know, real? Right. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> PR situation. Yeah, and that's like again, like it's just part of the whole Scientology thing. Is it's like this is all just put on a good front and just right. be all just perfect people. Tom Cruise, um, great example too, because it's like this is a guy who's one of the greatest actors of all time. He's fifty something years old and is still in such great shape that he's doing his own stunts, jumping motorcycles off of cliffs, you know, and parachute like like. So why on earth? How could they trick this guy and not trick me? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, they tricked him into being like a leader. Like he's one of the yeah. most powerful people in there. So like, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess when you give someone half a billion dollars, it's not really tricking them. <laughs> and you know, he had a special medal that he wore around his neck at one point. Right. It's just whenever there's glimpses of the Scientology, Tom, it's so weird because it's he is bananas. He's such a, a hard worker and like, he's like, to me, I've met him a couple of times and both times it's like meeting a politician. It's right. just like, they just know how to be charming and pleasant right. and not do anything to, you know, give, give you the impression that they're anything but that, you know? And so I had delightful experiences with him, but then, you know, I just keep hearing about, you know, the weirder things that happen with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's pretty rough stuff but i mean you know the mission impossibles do go hard yeah, yeah i've also lost a taste for those though i thought that uh i thought they really hit their peak at Gro ghost protocol and now yeah. it's just sort of like blah you know it's just double cross double cross blah 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 and yeah. then you know somebody takes off a fake face and uh <laughs> yeah, yeah the fake face is like a bit like i liked it the first couple times but it's kind of like <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like, uh, uh, like in Harry, the third Harry Potter, when they go back in time, it's like, well, now just keep doing that. You know what I mean? You kind of got a pretty big cheat code now. Like, just keep that up. Yeah. It does become like, why don't they always do that? Like, yeah. Like, uh, why do you ever have any other face on? Like you're a spy. <laughs> never have yours. Right. The first Charlie's angels movies always cracked me up because in the very first scene, they do a Mission Impossible where there's LL Cool J sitting there, but then he pulls his face off and it's Drew Barrymore. And then <laughs> later in the movie, later in the movie, Drew Barrymore and uh, Cameron Diaz go undercover as men and they put on fake mustaches and wigs and don't look like men at all. At they, all. they could look like <laughs> LL Cool J or a woman pretending to be a man. There's nothing else they could do. <laughs> Very strange. Uh, listen, we've run out of time. Holy crap. Corey Ryan Forster, I think the three names really pushed us over the edge. Yeah, I was about so to say I to can't say them every time. Well, that, that, I can't decide if I'm a if I'm a good person to have on this show or the worst person <laughs> to have on this show. I, I don't know if it's the person what's that done? I don't know if it was the three names or the couches. Yeah, right. <laughs> We've been talking about couches a lot. But uh what would you like to plug, Corey? What do you uh uh, you, the well-read tour continues yeah. on. Yeah. The well-read tour continues on. So you can, you know, Google us and come see us. But the thing that I'm really promoting right now is my website, Corey It's where I'm doing some more, uh, long form writing and I'm, I'm writing some essays and, uh, I'm doing a series on there called this week in Southern history, where I take an event that happened this week 
in Southern history. And I sort of, uh, I, you know, I research it and, uh, and, uh, kind of write a little long form about it in humorous fashion. It's not my, uh, I, I do some serious stuff on that site too. It's, it's me trying to scratch my, um, my writer's itch and I'm having a, a great time on it. It's Corey writes for you.com and you can subscribe. And that would make me very, very happy. Please everybody, everybody go subscribe all four of you. <laughs> oh hush Douglas. <laughs> I don't even think people named Doug listen to the show. I am still <laughs> I'm still asking audiences when I do shows, you know, when I get them in there here and there. I'm still asking for, you know, Doug's in the audience and then there's never a Doug at any yeah. uh it's a really interesting like uh, do you think if you ask the audience how many Corys are in the audience that like do you think you have Corys that are a fan? Well, my wife told me not that long ago because her name's Amber, and I told her I was like, "Well, you're not. You got a way more common name than me." And she's like, "Corey's an insanely common name." And I was like, "No, it's not." And she looked it up, and yes, it was. And you know what's crazy about my wife? My wife had like five or six boyfriends before me. Three of them named Corey, and Whoa. then she married a Corey, so she's dated four Corys. Corey fetish. Yep. <laughs> oh, <Thumbs man>. up. <laughs> so yeah, I think there's Corys out there. Does she get a robe if she dates a fifth Corey? I think so. Yeah, I think so. A punch <laughs> card and a free meatball sub. <laughs> uh, Doug Mallard, what do you got to plug, buddy? Uh, we just got, uh, I've got a comedy show every Tuesday in Austin, Texas at Buzz Mill East at nine o'clock. It's free. Come on out. We just got written up in the Austin Chronicle. And also, uh, watch Green Lantern starring Angela Bassett. <laughs> Great Excellent. film. Excellent callback. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be in San Francisco this weekend. SF Sketch Fest got uh, delayed, postponed for a year and a week. The whole thing's happening. It's a three-week festival. It's still happening uh, next year and add a week to it. So if you have tickets to that, there's, they'd still be honored. Or you can get a refund if you don't feel like waiting that long. But in the meantime, this Saturday, uh, since all the you know venues in San Francisco suddenly got Sketchfest pulled out of them, I said, hey, San Francisco Punchline, can I come do a couple of shows? So we're doing two uh, Doug Benson and Friends shows this Saturday night at 7.30 Punchline in San Francisco. Doug Loves Movies is coming to San Diego, Sacramento, uh, Miami and a couple other places. So go to douglovesmovies.com for more info about that. Thank you, Corey Ryan Forrester. Thank you, Dougs. Such a mm -hmm. fun uh, conversation. We had a couple of uh, technical glitches and uh, producer Ryan's going to Frankenstein the whole thing together. <laughs> and so hopefully it won't sound weird when, uh, you know, when a couple of those things happen, but I, I think it's going to turn out just fine. And I probably shouldn't even have mentioned it. And, um, <laughs> well, I thank you for having me. Oh, it was a pleasure. And, uh, you know, you. I mean, we're going to start having some guests back a second time. Cause we didn't, you know, cause there's so much we didn't get to, uh, uh so that, you know, could of course, uh, happen with you and, I'm excited to get you back on Douglas movies now that I know that you've pledged to be a winner. Yes. And not, uh, and not bring up green lantern. Yes. Uh, I can't wait. That was the funnest time I've that. had on stage in a very long time. 
Well, we do it, you know, mostly over Zoom right now, but, uh, you know, also if we intersect on the road at some point, uh, yeah. you know, it could happen that way too. For sure. All right. As always, you're the dog now, man. Got it.